This is Cliff Mass, and welcome to my weather podcast. Each week, I talk about current weather, provide a forecast for the weekend and beyond, and give you more details about an interesting weather phenomenon. It's Friday, September 23rd, and let's talk about the weather forecast. Relatively cool, partly cloudy conditions dominated yesterday, Thursday, and that will be true today as well, as marine air has invaded western Washington. The good thing, of course, is that air quality is excellent. With air coming from the west off the ocean, uh, the pollutants are gone. Unfortunately, our friends in eastern Washington are getting the smoke at this point. Today, Friday, highs will be around 70 in the west and near 80 in the east. So, you know, pretty mild, decent temperatures. But there'll be changes over the weekend. As another ridge of high pressure builds over the west coast, and it's going to be centered over British Columbia. Because of the ridge and the sinking air associated with it, Temperatures will warm in western Washington over the weekend into the mid to upper 70s. And in the east, the Columbia, in the Columbia Basin, for instance, temperatures will rise into the upper 80s on Saturday and Sunday. Again, little smoke in the west. Very nice conditions. It'll be an extraordinarily nice weekend. Now, the warmth will continue into Monday and Tuesday as the ridge slowly deamplifies. But this will be followed on Wednesday by a trough of low pressure coming in off the Pacific. And that should result on Wednesday and Thursday in substantial cooling on both sides of the Cascades, particularly the western side, as marine air invades again. And I would expect temperatures only rising to the upper 60s on Wednesday and Thursday. At this point, looking at the latest forecast models, there is no rain in sight for western Washington through midweek. Now, just standing back for a second, a cool wet start of summer, late spring and early summer, transition to a warm and dry second half of the warm season. Right now, Seattle is down about three inches below normal over the past three or four months. So it's been a dry summer, but our summers are normally dry, but it has been drier than normal. Fortunately, spring was so wet and cool that our reservoirs were overtopped, and they're still in good shape, and some are still well above normal, including the Yakima uh, Reservoir System that is well above normal today. So enjoy the beautiful weather over the next few days. I can guarantee you it won't last. Thanks for listening. Weather doesn't end with the forecast. Now let's talk about the special weather topic of the week. This week, the air quality over Seattle and parts of Puget Sound country degraded to some of the worst in the world. Only the massive fires of September 2020 produced higher concentrations of air pollutants over western Washington. But why was the air quality so bad on Wednesday? The fires over the Cascades, mainly the Bolt Creek Fire near Skykomish, 
was not spreading. It was relatively minor. So how could such a secondary fire enshroud parts of Seattle in near-record smoke? Everything had to be just right. Perhaps we should call it the perfect smoke storm. The smoke over the Puget Sound area was, as I mentioned, mainly from the Bolt Creek Fire, which is no longer growing, but smoldering in its interior. On Wednesday, winds were from the east. These are called easterly winds. And they strengthened over the Cascades as low pressure was centered south of Washington State. There was a low center that went over southern Oregon and California. So, wind tends to move counterclockwise around low centers in the northern hemisphere. So, therefore, winds are easterly from the east, north of Lowe's. That's where we are in Washington State. Pressure, sea level pressure, was also higher to the east of the Cascades than to the west on Tuesday and Wednesday, a situation that often occurs in autumn as cool, dense air with associated high pressure moves southward out of the northern interior of California, uh, California, Canada, into eastern Montana and eastern Washington. Now, on Tuesday and Wednesday, the easterly flow increased, and this brought dry air from eastern Washington into western Washington, and this air got drier as it descended the western slopes of the Cascades. Now, why does descent make air drier? The reason is that descending air is moving from, lo from lower pressure aloft, pressure decreases aloft, to higher pressure at lower levels. This causes air to be compressed, and air warms when it's compressed, like in an air pump. Warming the air allows it to hold more water vapor, because warm air holds more water vapor than, than cool air, and this causes the relative humidity to drop. Now, the dry easterly winds, therefore, helped rev up those smoldering fires, causing more smoke. You could see that in the satellite pictures. Now, the easterly flow also helped cap the smoke at low levels because it created an a situation called an inversion, an inversion in which temperature increases with height. Inversions are very stable structures, preventing the air from mixing in the vertical. Now, inversions can be formed as warmer sinking air moves over cooler air at low levels. And the air at low levels was cooled by nighttime radiation to space, and also the fact there's the cool marine influence of western Washington. So you've got the three-dimensionality here. Warm air is moving over cooler air, and that's creating an inversion. And so that acts as a cap. It keeps the smoke down at low levels. So the so the revved-up smoke from the fires was trapped in the narrow Skokomish River Valley in which Route 2 uh, passes, and that includes towns like Index and Skokomish. Now, you could see all this on satellite imagery. It was, it was, it was very obvious, this narrow plume of, of smoke. Now, this smoke did not stay in the valley. 
but was pushed out of the Skykomish Valley to the west by the difference in pressure across the Cascades. It was pushed out in a relatively narrow current of smoke capped by the inversion aloft. Now, over the lowlands around Puget Sound, the smoke slowly widened. It was no longer the sides of the valley to keep it in place, and it was diverted to the south by the northerly from the north winds over western lowlands. Why were the northerly winds over the lowlands? Because there was higher pressure to the north over BC and lower pressure to the south, and the air likes to go from high to low pressure when there's mountains around. The narrow current of smoke, topped by the inversion, therefore, started to head south over Linwood in Seattle, producing localized, very bad air quality on Wednesday morning. It was some of the worst I've ever seen. I had to wear a mask when I biked into the UW that morning. During the afternoon, as the surface started to warm, the air began to mix vertically, okay, heating the, su the surface, and the air starts to convect and mix in the vertical. And around 2 p.m., the mixing was enough that the inversion was broken, allowing the smoke to no longer be trapped, but to diffuse upward, greatly improving air quality and increased northerly winds and the afternoon, which is typical around here in Puget Sound, also tended to push the smoke away from Seattle towards the east side suburbs and towards the Cascade foothills, giving Seattle further relief. And then Wednesday night, an energetic push of marine air, an onshore push, brought clean air to all of western Washington and pushed the smoke way to the east, to the unfortunate people on the eastern slopes of the Cascades. Finally, an exciting aspect of this event was that our high-resolution weather prediction models actually was able to, to forecast the smoky conditions, the smoky evolution, even the narrow current of smoke a day or two ahead of time. And this includes models like the University of Washington high-resolution wharf model and the NOAA-HER smoke model. So for the first time, we can give people a heads up about such localized smoking conditions, a major advance. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Feel free to send me your questions or any topics you would like me to cover. This podcast will be available every Friday morning on my blog and major podcast platforms. If you would like to support this podcast, feel free to use the Patreon link on my blog. See you next time.